Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Want truly hydrated skin? Meet Osea's Body Care Breakthrough, Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER. Hello, hi, and welcome to another episode of The Emma Gunn Show and another installment of Bullet Points. This is our midweek catch-up and a chance to share a little bit with you about what's going on behind the scenes of the podcast. Behind the scenes of the show right now, there are lots of cogs in motion and a few projects now nicely underway that I can't wait to tell you about in due course. Sorry, I know that's such a tease, but that's really what I can say up to this point. Um, I'm also finding this month's habit of having daily non-negotiables incredibly helpful. Not only do I get that high of achievement at the end of every day when I've ticked everything off, I also feel pretty good when I haven't quite hit my target on something, but I've come pretty close. Progress is progress is progress, right? And what I love about these non-negotiables is that not hitting them doesn't mean failure. It just serves as a signal to what might need a bit more of your attention. How are you getting on? Let me know. Now, a few weeks ago, I started doing teasers or snippets from conversations with guests. And this was a suggestion from some of you, my most excellent listeners. And we're back to doing that again this week, although we did have a little bit of a break because the actress Kristen Bell was over in London talking about her children and baby range, Hello Bello. And I was offered interview time with her. And so I popped it in the midweek episode. So not only did we talk about building a brand, which I thought was really quite fascinating, actually, but she was also very gracious and generous when I took us on a tangent to talk about mental health. I thought her insights were really, really wonderful. So we're back to teasers. And one of the books I read in 2021 that had the biggest impact on me was Dr. Nicole LePera's How to Do the Work. I knew as soon as I read it that I had to have her on the show, but... She's in huge demand. She has over 5 million followers on Instagram, has an incredibly huge waiting list for her self-healer circle, and is featured on pretty much all the major channels, especially in the US, where she's America's psychologist, if you like. She's hugely, hugely in demand. I'm not going to suggest either that reading Nicole's book is easy or was easy. In fact, it was pretty confronting, and it chronicles how to recognize your patterns, heal from your past, and become your true self. And if you're a long-time listener, then you'll know I've done a decent amount of work on myself after experiencing a breakdown back in 2016. And I honestly don't know if that's the right description, but maybe it's a bit crude. But for a long time, I've been trying to power through, and then one day I just stopped. I just couldn't put the effort in anymore. And Every day after that involved piecing myself back together. It really did. It really was a moment where I had nothing left to give. I was completely done, completely spent. And 
every day after that was a real battle for a while. It was an extremely difficult time. And the journey isn't easing. I'm using the present tense because anything like that is ongoing, but the rewards are worth it. So reading Nicole's book put a lot of my own journey into a new and more helpful perspective and also forced me to confront a lot of the things that I still had to work on. There were some things that I was aware of, but perhaps was too nervous to pull at that thread. And I think reading the book and also the resources that she puts in that book for further reading uh, helped me massively. So you can imagine the glee on my face when I received the email saying that she was happy to be on the show to talk about the book but also deep dive into the practical things we can do that not only support our mental health but um, allow us to be our authentic selves and there was a lot at play for me when I was going through my issues but I was definitely I definitely became very disconnected from me from who I was as a person and this is where we'll join the conversation with Nicole in this little snippet I was really curious how someone can get so far away from themselves and this comes back to this premise of the book, these, this idea that these patterns we create for ourselves can serve us for a while, but if we no longer, no longer need them, but keep using them to protect ourselves, they can actually work against us and be quite life-limiting. So this snippet shares Nicole's insight on this and also on being present and knowing oneself and one's own mind. We joined the conversation when I asked Nicole about when safe and familiar becomes unhelpful and limiting. And if you want to listen to the full conversation with Nicole, the link to that episode is, of course, in the show notes. So we're joining that conversation now, and I hope that you enjoy it. That safe, familiar distance, does that, though, get you further away from your true self or your authentic self? And I've heard you talk about being dissociated. And I don't know if this is uh, technically the same thing, because you're the psychologist, not me, but... um, when I struggled with depression, one of the scariest things that happened to me was when I looked in the mirror and I didn't recognize my face. Yes. And that felt really, like I still, I still get a chill up my spine when I think about that moment because it was like seeing it for the first time. So in my head, the story I have now is I had dissociated. I didn't even recognize myself. Like the gap was so big and it was then the journey to kind of get closer to myself. Is that autopilot, um, a step on that sort of path to get even further away from yourself. Absolutely. A lot of us, you know, in all of those conditioned behaviors, living in that autopilot that began at a moment in time where our self, our authentic self wasn't accepted, didn't feel accepted, didn't have maybe the support to be in its full expression. So what happened, and again, this was mostly created in childhood is we actually began to squash parts of ourself and whether or not you want to, right. We began to wear the mask, assume the roles, right. Squash feelings down because if I showed sadness and that didn't feel accepted in my family, then I stopped showing sadness before long. So before long, I become more and more distanced from that authentic core. And then those of us. So when I began the journey, when I discovered that this autopilot existed, when I decided to do what is my number one suggestion, because the foundation for change happens when we're conscious, when we're actually in a different part of our mind than that autopilot. So what I would do is I suggest we all do. I set an alarm on my phone for during my waking hours. I pick two random times. So say 11 a.m. and 2.30 p.m. I probably forgot I even set that alarm when those times came along. And when that alarm went off, I did a check-in with myself. I, I noted okay, my alarm went off. Where, where's your attention, Nicole? 
Are you fully present in your body? Maybe sitting in the chair you're sitting in. Are you fully present to what's happening in front of you? Maybe I'm doing some work. Maybe I'm even having a conversation or is your attention somewhere else? And the more I did that check-in, Emma, the more I noticed I could have been doing something with someone else and I wasn't really present to it. I might not even have been able to keep track of the conversation. Maybe if I was watching television, I don't really know what's happening. Where was I? I call it my spaceship because for me, I couldn't tell you. Sometimes maybe I could say, oh yeah, I was you know, rehearsing the story of I was rehearsing an argument that I had this morning, or maybe I was worrying about something that was happening tomorrow. For me, most of the time, I didn't know where I was. I just wasn't really fully present here. And that's what we call dissociation, that disconnection, that not being fully available and receptive to the present moment. So then in those moments, back to my conscious check-in, I gave myself the greatest gift. I began to tone a muscle a muscle of choice around where I put my attention. Because if we can learn how to turn our attention more fully into our bodies, how does this moment feel? I'm sitting in a comfy chair. I have a desk here. It's a little warm in this room. Or if I'm doing something externally, can I pay attention to maybe the dishes I'm washing, You know, smell the soap on my hands? The more here I am, the more I'm in my conscious mind. And that then allows us to be reconnected with our authentic self, to actually tune into How does my body feel right now? What might my body need? How about emotionally? Do I have something going on that I could tend to or deal with? And then I gift myself with that choice I was talking about earlier. I don't just allow my autopilot to do what it does, either A, keeping me disconnected or B, doing the same thing it always does when this thing happens to me. Now that's that space I was talking about. Now consciously, I can start to make choices that are more in alignment with those deeper, more authentic needs. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. I don't know if any listeners can relate to this, and maybe you might relate to it too. But when you were talking about that and connecting with yourself, I was thinking about all of the times when I was a kid and at school, and I was paying so much attention to the group dynamic so that I would be included, that I wasn't, I don't think I gave even one thought to what I was feeling or thinking. I was more aware of what the, I was trying to tune into the hive mind rather than my own. Yes. And, and that's adaptive to, to, to a large extent, because something I always talk about is the evolution of humanity. And you'll often hear me say that we are social creatures because as human infants, we are, I think maybe the only mammal that we can't survive on our own. We need to be bonded to another human who cares enough about us to sustain our life. So humans, people, groups, definitely when we become peer age and you go to school and then your peer groups become most important, that is important to our survival. Fitting in really for a lot of us, again, in infancy was life or death. And for those of us that didn't have the space to fully feel accepted in our self-expression, usually in our homes where it originates, 
we become what is called hypervigilant. We're constantly looking outside of ourselves to make sure that we're fitting in so that we can continue to feel safe and secure in those relationships that we need most. And first, of course, it begins in our core family environments, whatever they look like for each of us. And then it extends to our peer groups and then our romantic relationships. And I am very much like you. I never factored myself into any experience or relationship. And I tell this story often until I was into my twenties and I had a very pivotal moment conversation with a very good friend at the time when I was stressed because I had felt that everyone's needs around me were battling. Um, it was my wife at the time and my family at the time, and they had both you know, opposing things that they needed from me in that moment. So I, of course, was doing what I did often at that time, complaining, looking for advice, help me friend, tell me what to do. So I went through all of the things that everyone else needs and she listened very kindly. And then when I was complete and waiting for her to tell me what to do, she looked at me and said, well, okay, Nicole, what, what do you want to do? <laughs> you just told me what everyone else in your life wants you to do. What do you want to do You know, at this upcoming date or whatever it was we were talking about? And Emma, I had no answer. Mm-hmm. I didn't even realize that I could have a, a want in that moment because in a very similar way, right? whether you're looking around at your peer group to fit in or you're doing as I'm doing, scanning, trying to meet everyone else's needs, keep them happy, what you and I were both doing in the process is not looking at ourselves. Now, I couldn't answer that question just to complete that story at that time. I had no idea. It took me a lot of time to condition myself out of that practice of always immediately going to someone else and what they might need to first create the space to even begin to ask myself. And then again, I didn't still didn't have an answer when I would say, okay, Nicole, what do you need in this situation? What do you want in this situation? What happens next for you? And then began the journey of exploring that authentic self because we don't get that answer overnight. And that's why I share this. A, a lot of us don't know what we want because we haven't practiced asking ourselves. And then once we create the space to ask ourselves what we want outside of what the world around us needs us to do, it's hard. We have to find our way into those authentic wants, needs, and desires. Thank you so much. That's it for this week's bullet point. I hope that that taste of my conversation with Nicola Perra, Dr. Nicola Perra, has given you pause for thought and maybe you will go and listen to the full episode. Just a reminder, the link to that full episode, it's full, it's unedited, is in the show notes. Thank you so much for joining me. If you want to get in touch, email me at thebeautypodcast at gmail.com. You can DM me on Instagram and Twitter where I'm at Emma Guns, or you can speak to me and thousands of other listeners of this podcast. There's now over 5,000 people in the forum on Facebook. Simply go to the show notes and click the link to join. You do have to answer two questions. That's all I ask, two questions and agree to the forum rules and then I'll welcome you in with open arms as will your fellow forum members, I'm sure. Thank you so much for listening. I will see you on the next one.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.